as this becomes a mainstream requirement. So many people have questions around what is a face cover and what's a safe face cover and how do we keep it clean and maintain it. Hi everyone, this is Melissa Gonzalez, CEO and founder of the Lioness Group. I'm here with Retails from the Frontlines with two amazing guests today. I have Angela Chan, Global President of Jajor's PCC Fashion Technologies, joining us from New York City, and Christy Radeke, CMO of Noble Biomaterials, joining us from Boulder, Colorado. Thank you for joining us. So we're having a very timely conversation today, and I'm really excited to dig in with you because what the two of you are doing together is pretty extraordinary. Um, so I want to start first with introducing the audience to exactly what it is that you're doing for um, with masks, um, not just in the U.S., um, but also in, in global markets. Angela, can you dive in on that? Good morning, and thanks for having me. Um, Chargers actually uh, was founded in 1872, and we are a technical textile manufacturer uh, all over the world. And uh, the company was founded in France, and uh, we produce a uh, technical textile that usually goes in between clothing to give it shape and to give it form. Um, but that technical textile is actually uh, what we call a non-woven, or also sometimes come in different contents and, and, and ingredients and different texture. But it also goes into mask making. So if you cut open a face mask, um, there you will see a piece of filter material inside, and that's what the material is. There are um, many different types of masks that you may see on, in the market, but the most common ones are N95s, which filters out 95% of the particles. And then there's also the medical mask, which is what you see like in your uh, dentist's office, right? And... Um, this usually filters out about 60 to 80% of the particles and is also a one single-use disposable mask. So what we actually have been making um, in January, we launched a brand called Linear Santé. Linear is actually uh, one of our factories named in uh, France, and Santé means health. Um, so this is a reusable cotton mask for everyday use. And um, it's sustainable because it's not single use and it's reusable up to um, at least 30 washers. And it's made with cotton and the outer layer of the fabric has um, a water repellency. And the inner layer, which I cut open here for you, so you can see there's actually a piece of filter material in here. And then the material that's closest to your mouth is also cotton. And um, Noble Biomaterials and, and Chargers, we are um, collaborated to come up with a, um, a filter material that's antimicrobial. And that is something that is a great benefit for the mask wearer because when you are wearing a mask for several hours, it actually um, has an odor. So the antimicrobial is allows to... Um, the mask to have an anti-odor benefit. Thank you for that. So just to back up really quick for the audience uh, to contextualize everything, Chargers is a technical textile producer and um, that goes into PEs and you've joined forces with Noble Biomaterials to help with that production and to also layer in that microbial layer 
to it. Um, I think it's great to see the demo you just shared. There's a lot of news happening, especially in the New York area with Governor Cuomo just saying, signing an executive order that it's going to be mandatory to wear masks. And you're seeing that happen throughout the United States. There's a pretty extensive article today in the New York Times talking through the different sorts of masks. And I think, you know, everybody's trying to wrap their head around it. So you kind of intersect on the B2B and B2C side, right? So I think there's two conversations we can have here. On the B2B side, it's like, you know, how are you partnering with corporations and how are you ensuring that they have the supply they need for staff? And then the B2C side, you know, that demo was great, but just really how do people like kind of wrap their head around the needs around a mask, um, how long it lasts, how often you're going to have to replace it? For like an N95 mask, um, which really should be reserved for the health um, workers and people really in the front line, um, because it filters out the 95% of particles, which is tiny little particles as 0.3 of a micron, right? So um, I also read the article from the New York Times today that like a human hair is 70 to 100 microns. So the filtration of uh, N95, which is a NIOSH-approved mask, is actually um, industrial strength. And it's also a mask that people wear um, in construction as well. So um, and um, a regular mask, like a a three-ply medical mask, this is also single use, um, but the feature here is really uh, for water repellency and blood repellency. So when you are um, in a surgical medical environment, you're very close to your patient, and that's what um, the protection that the medical workers will need. And it does filter out 60 to 80% of small particles. But for everyday consumers, uh, or, or you're just going um, shopping, um, you know, you, you are outdoors and you are in, a, uh, in, in an environment where you need to wear a face mask. Something like this is made with cotton with a, with a uh, filtration and also with an antimicrobial is probably best because um, it's reusable, so it's not single use, it's better for the planet. And also um, it is um, water repellent and also, I think the most important thing is that we have to understand when we're wearing a mask, we're protecting our droplets from other people. So we're minimizing the spread of the virus. So you're right. Right. So that I think that's the most important point. That makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions and you see a lot of inconsistencies where people wear it and don't wear it. Um, you know, now that it's mandatory, you kind of see it more. But right. for example, when people are running, and they're sweating and, you know, more, more respirations coming off of them versus when they're just walking. Christy, um, since your partnership here is really around adding that antimicrobial layer, can you help contextualize from the, for the audience? Like, you know, we've kind of seen this in other things and, you know, with, with, um, athleisure wear and stuff like that. If you were going to put it in a consumer's mind, what would you compare it to in a way that they could understand? Sure, we make we're we're an ingredient brand maker, so we make uh, technology for consumers, but also uh, have been making for healthcare for a couple decades and and military use. So an antimicrobial is um, you know we we add this yarn or fiber technology to whatever the brand, say um, you know Chargeurs, is making these masks. So we worked with them to develop a filter medium for 
this particular mask. And by adding antimicrobial features, you're basically um, stopping the spread of bacteria on the, the mask itself. So it protects from odor um, and stain that bacteria can create. And with anything that close to the mouth, you've really got a lot of bacteria happening close to your mouth. And you know, I think it is important to, to realize that, you know, um, Asian countries have been doing this for a long time. It's not really to protect yourself. It's to protect the rest of the, the people around you too. So um, we're not talking about viral protection. We're talking about protecting your coughing and droplets from getting on other people. This, you know, you can be a carrier for many, many days before you even know it. Um, and so that's why it's so important for people to wear masks and keeping those N95s for healthcare workers and creating this sort of consumer level mask is really important. So we're excited to partner with chargers to get a great number of those out to, um, they're already you know, selling millions in uh, Europe and all over the world and now to bring them to the U.S. No, I think that's great. Um, there's some verticals we're always already seeing it kind of being on the onus of the corporations to be able to provide this for workers. So um, can you talk about some of those partnerships that you're assisting in? Yes, uh, we're currently working with a lot of uh, corporations to co-brand. Uh, Linnea Sante, um, um, I'm very happy to, um, to say that we are donating 10,000 masks to Delivering Goods and we're co-branding with Delivering Goods. Um, at the same time, we're also making some gifts for my friends at um, the World Bank. Um, so we're trying to get the word out there. And how about consumers? Are they going to be able to buy them directly from you as well? Yes. Uh, we are going to be on, um, online. Um, we're selling, also distributing through Amazon. Oh, that's great. So can we start pre-ordering? Because I, <laughs> I need some. But I'm also yeah. thinking through, because you talked how long they last, but I'm starting to think through my outfits. Like I literally have my calendar marked tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow, Saturday, I don't even know what day it is half the time now. But I was like, what are my colors that I'm going to need? I'm going to yeah. need black. I might need denim, maybe some pink. I think, you know, this is, this is going to be a staple that you're going to be seeing at least till there's a vaccine probably. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm also thinking through like what my um, eyeshadow and I think mascara is going to be a big thing too because yeah. <laughs> that's all you're going to be able to see for a while. That's right. We're also looking to uh, partner up with some fashion designers actually come out with a fashion collection as well. That That's great. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Because also you bring up fashion when I mean, you think of retail stores and look what Saks announced, right? Uh, yeah. The the store associates are all going to have to wear this and how do we do it in a way that still feels on brand and, you know, doesn't, doesn't feel scary and, right. and right. We can still like be a little bit lighthearted with it and fun. Exactly. It's a new accessory. So another question I have, and I think a lot of people have is how do we think of sizing? You know, I think of my daughter needs one, my husband needs one, I need one. Um, are you making them for, for kids and different face sizes and shapes? And how do we know, you know, what to buy? Uh, yes, actually in France, we are um, distributing women's sizes, men's and kids sizes. And we are looking to do the same here in the US. Um, we're also designing different performance masks for workouts and exercises and, 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 um, and also every day. So there will be a variety of different sizing and designs and materials that will be coming. 
That's great. Yeah, because when you when you kind of hear the the side from the medical perspective, mm-hmm. they talk about the importance of sizing, right? right. Um, and 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 that being a good fit. But on the flip side of that, I will say what's happening now is a little reminiscent to me of what happened when CBD started to become legal, and it became a little bit of the wild wild west online. And I I personally was inundated with like, how many things with CBD can I put on my face, <laughs> and what you know which ones are actually accurate and um, and what they're claiming. And so kind of how do we navigate that as, as consumers, as these hit the market and what should we be looking out for to know that what we're purchasing is actually going to provide us some safety safety measures? I think it's important to see that um, certain masks will definitely should have the claims of, you know, either the FDA claims or the, this is one of the reasons why we also partner up with uh, Noble Biomaterials is because they are registered with EPA, you know, with environmental protection um, agencies. So we know that um, the filtration that we're using, the antimicrobial that we're using, it is safe and is registered. Yeah, I think that's really important uh, to note because people are just cutting up coffee filters and uh, air filters from their furnaces and they're just using any filtration medium. And when you get something like that really close to your face and you're inhaling through it, um, it's, you know, it, that, that's something that we worry about. So, you know, we have a regulatory person on staff who just helps brands communicate what we can and what's allowed by law by the EPA, because you're hearing some crazy things that are not really uh, lawful, claims that aren't lawful to make under EPA guidelines. And since we do um, supply to medical and military, we have to be really careful about that. Uh, and we take it seriously. That's great information to know, I think, because we, no, no, nobody knows now. This is uh, uncharted territory. Um, so that's great that you kind of, you know, are taking those measures to make sure that everything's to par um, mm-hmm. and you're educating and um, you're putting in the right safety measures to make sure that we're getting the right materials. I have a question for both of you and your thoughts on this. Like, how is this going to work? So I'm going to wake up and I'm going to probably go on public transportation again. And so I'm definitely going to wear my mask. But then when I get into my office and I'm sitting at my desk and like, how am I going to go through my day with this experience? Do I keep it on the whole time? You know, what's kind of required, you think, to keep safe throughout the day? I think corporations are going to be the ones who mandate that. Um, you know, there are some places, you know, at, at Whole Foods, you go in there now and you, you see all of a sudden that, that every employee is now wearing a mask. Um, I think that will be mandated by the, the company itself. If you are in an office where you're spread far enough apart, maybe they won't uh, have you wear it all day. But I can see in the near future that people are going to be wearing them all day long. And for anybody who's not in healthcare and has tried to wear a mask for longer than two hours, mm-hmm. it's um, pretty pretty hot and stinky in there. So it's really good to have a strong antimicrobial inside the mask. So we applaud chargers for looking at materials that, that take it beyond just a normal cotton mask and are adding features that, uh, that really help with the consumer wearing this thing for you know, two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, or if they are required to, to run with them. This is the same technology that you find in workout gear in Athleta, for instance. Um, it's a really strong anti-odor uh, technology. So will really help with the, with the, the comfort and um, smell of the masks. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still in early days. We're really in early innings of this as we start to come out and businesses start to open again. Um, before we wrap up, you, 
you, the U.S. is a little behind and you're already working right with other countries. What are some of the early learnings you're seeing? Globally, um, Asia has always been wearing face masks and it, even during flu seasons, right? Um, since SARS, I think the learnings is since 2003. Um, so, and also what we're seeing now is uh, what Europe um, is also mandatory in France, uh, where all the corporations have to provide for their employees fa uh, face masks. And um, we are definitely seeing a lot more um, uh, demand on sustainable uh, masks. Um, that's definitely where the way to go. Yeah, I'm glad you actually brought that up because that's been another big dialogue, right? Sustainability has been such a hot topic and, you know, you, you're starting to see more of a movement of co corporations making that a priority. And then there's a lot of conversations now like that's kind of taking the back burner a little bit as some other priorities have shifted. So that's great that you're, you're able to be able to kind of satisfy both with the product that you're producing. Yeah, we're very excited with this. Yeah, and our um, ingredient is also available in GRS certified recycled um, polymers. So that's uh, another layer of sustainability. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining today. I think that this was an informative conversation. I think a lot of us, you know, as this becomes a mainstream requirement, so many people have questions, right, around what is a face cover and like what's a safe face cover? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and how do we keep it clean and maintain it? Um, and of course, there's going to be um, those that want to make sure that it's on brand um, and they're staying fashionable with it. So it's good that you're going to be off kind of checking the box and all those opportunities. Um, again, this is Melissa Gonzalez with Retails from the Frontline. I have Angela Chan, Global President of Jaugeur's PCC Faction Technologies with us and Christy Radeke, CMO of Noble Biomaterials. Um, this was a really great conversation and I look forward to seeing your product go online for sale so I could start purchasing some for myself. Thank you so much, Melissa. It was great. Thank you, Melissa.